0: You're a sinner saved by grace. Every single one of us, you're a sinner saved by grace, little sister. Hope in God. His grace is sufficient for you. He seeks you when you're lost. His grace is sufficient for you. You are a sinner saved by grace. He loves you especially. (laughs) (laughs) This is my wife, Stephanie. That's why I said that. Hope in God. He, he has a hope and a future for you, little sister. Same to you, little brother. You are a sinner saved by grace. When you are lost, he seeks you. His strength is made perfect in weakness. Hope in God. His grace is sufficient for you. His grace is sufficient for you. His grace is sufficient for you. How does God treat sinners? He, he runs after us, doesn't he? He keeps running after us. In your whole life, God the Father has been running after you. This caring, fatherly spirit running after you, running after you for your whole life. That's the good news that Jesus came to give us. Your Heavenly Father himself loves you. And your Heavenly Father has been waiting for you and running after you and waiting for you again, and running after you again, and waiting for you again. And he says that if you will seek him, you will find him. God himself will be right near you. If you will quit running and start seeking him, it's a lot easier to find him. When one person is playing hide and the other person is playing seek, it's more difficult. But when both people are playing seek, They tend to find each other, don't they? So if we seek our Heavenly Father, we will find Him. In God is the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is within you if you have been born again. God's promise is that if we will seek Him, we will find Him. He will be right there, present with you, at your right hand. And if you're left-handed, He'll be right there at your left hand. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And I like to think of that as it's at hand like your cell phone. How close is your cell phone next to you? The kingdom of heaven is near you like a word in your mouth. Jesus gave us the good news in historical human form. This is the same good news which the Godhead has been giving us through creation and through mainly Jewish revelation in the Bible. The good news is that God is caring. He is safe and he is available. God is available. Jesus said, seek and you will find. Seek and you may find. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened. Ask and it will be given. Amen. Matthew 7, 7 and 8. God is love. And love is available. Love is patient. And some of us especially have tried God's patience, haven't we? Making him wait. But he is patient. I made him wait 17 years of my life. And then I realized that God is actually available. And it was me who was running away. It was me who was condemning God's character out of dissatisfaction over the fact that God is allowing sin to Itself to teach me about itself. That's one of the reasons, that's the main reason we're here. Is to learn what sin is and to learn how God's character interacts with it. So that it can be completely destroyed. I don't like the fact that God allows the consequences of sin to visit themselves upon me. Do you like that? Do you like it? Do you like it when the consequences of somebody else's sin comes on you? I don't like it at all, but I'm learning to accept it. I'm learning that God is available. But he has created a universe in which he can stop existing, if that's what you want. He has created a universe in which you can create your own truth. And if you decide that God doesn't exist... You can live a life as if that were true. Because love is freedom giving. Love gives freedom to choose your own truth and live it out. And experience the consequences as they really are. And you will learn that sin, deception, really is harmful. And God allows Satan's lies to be revealed for what they are. All Satan has are lies. Sin is a lie. And God wants to give me the gift of knowing that knowing it so well that I lose my desire for sin. Now when that happens, I'll be dead because I will be have resisted unto sin unto death. The gospel says that by faith I can have that death daily. The gospel says God is available with power over sin. And that power is the incredible, amazing love of God. The love which has promised to build us a new heaven and a new earth, world without Sin, world without end. Amen. Love is kind. Love is redemptive. Love loves to forgive sin when sinners repent. When slavery to your sin has brought you to the place where you feel enslaved against your will, then rejoice, for the kingdom of heaven is nearer to you than it is to those who say, I may be going to hell in a bucket, but at least I'm enjoying the ride. When you feel enslaved and repenting of sin, you are nearer to God than those who say, let us eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. When sin mocks all your willpower and words by making you sin again, and you wake up going, how did that happen again? That is the beginning of repentance. And it's a gift to be able to accept that sin causes degradation, like the second law of thermodynamics. When your soul says, God, I want, to take, I want you to take away that desire from me. As if that desire for sin was completely dead. Make me dead to sin so I have no hearing, or seeing, or touching, or smelling, or tasting, or thinking, or being as far as sin is concerned. When you are feeling that, you are feeling the beginning of repentance. So do not become discouraged, but rejoice that the Holy Spirit is working repentance in you. How did Satan lead me to sin when I did not want to do it? And I resisted it with all my willpower. One word. Deception. But it is deception of a different kind than just intellectual deception. The spirit of Satan works through the desires of your flesh until you feel the desire in your soul. When you feel that desire in your soul, in your mind, through the body's muscles tightening or warming at the temptation of sin. When you feel that desire in your soul, it is from an unconscious physical desire. In that process, you are beginning to agree with the desire for sin because your body prompts your mind to imagine how the sin is beneficial. It doesn't matter what your sin is. This is how you fall into it against your will. You imagine that you can see only benefit even though your mind and spirit know that the Holy Spirit has warned you. But in the moment, you don't have enough faith in the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because up until now, you've been able to walk by sight and by faith. But there are times when the Holy Spirit is now asking you to rely on His Word, His guidance, His conviction alone. That's when we walk by faith alone and not by sight. When we can't see past the temptation to the negative consequences, and the Holy Spirit says, trust me, trust me. This intellectual knowledge is a start, but it is far from enough. The only thing that can help you now is prayer to God for greater faith. I know you're already praying. Keep praying. If you find yourself distant from God, Keep seeking Him in whatever ways you can, and please know that if you can only crawl, He is seeking you. That's how available God is, according to the gospel of Jesus Christ, which we preach. The Good Shepherd is seeking you when you're lost. When you are stuck and cannot move, God is near you, holding you. God is holding you. God is near you like water in the faucet, Of your kitchen. God is near at hand, like food in America. God is near at hand in the ever present, non physical Holy Spirit. He is with you and He shall be in you in ever growing ways. The kingdom of heaven is within you as God Himself is in you through the Holy Spirit. Ask God's Spirit to possess you, body, soul, and spirit. Holy Spirit. Possess me, body, soul, and spirit. We wrestle against the non-physical. We are members of God's kingdom, and we are members of God in Christ Jesus. This is a beautiful fascination to consider, that we are members of the body of Christ, the real, physical, and non-physical body of Christ. And Christ himself is God, and in God the Father, and in God the Father, the Spirit. This is weird stuff. This is a different kind of science that we keep safe within us. That God so loved the world that he limited the Son's presence to human reality. Amen. Now through our knowledge of the Holy Spirit we can really and truly commune with God in spirit form. Now the Spirit himself has no form so saying spirit form is a partial misunderstanding because spirit has no form. But the spirit of God speaks in many ways. Among those ways are symbols and parables from nature. The spirit of Satan is here on earth too. And God has allowed him a lot of leeway to express his ideas, his kingdom principles. So it is the spirit of Satan that causes people to suppose that our only purpose is to survive long enough to produce, survival of the fittest. That's a satanic idea that God has allowed him to insert into nature. Does not the spirit of Satan say the strong rule the weak and the clever rule the strong? But the kingdom of heaven says those who trust in God will rule them all. Jesus said in Revelation 3.21, I will grant the one who overcomes to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat with my father on his throne. This is how God treats repentant sinners. He shares his throne with us. Have no fear. Use all the weapons that God has given you. Our weapons are not physical, but spiritual beliefs that overcome the strongholds of Satan. Our spiritual beliefs include the belief that God is spirit. And the spirit communicates with us through the Holy Bible, through nature, through spiritual gifts, and a thousand other ways. Pray for an ear to hear the spirit speaking directly to your spirit. Pray for an ear to hear the spirit speaking directly to your mind. Pray for an eye to see the Apostle Paul's shadow cross over you. Pray for a hand to feel the garment of Jesus when you need healing. Pray for a nose to smell the fishes and the loaves as they multiply. Pray for a tongue that can taste Yahweh to see that he is good. We know little because our faith is little. Our faith is little because sin has blinded us. Even those of us who can see because God has given us spiritual sight, even those who can see only see through a glass darkly because of the satanic spitstorm that keeps coming at us. But God keeps communicating every day. God's Spirit is there in that physical book you call your Bible. God's Spirit is there present with you whenever you read the Bible Choosing to view it from the perspective that God himself inspired its historical record, its poetic justice, its multiple levels of meaning. Yes, read that Bible in faith knowing that the very Spirit of God is with you and will be in you in gradually growing ways. The kingdom of God is not like the kingdoms of Satan. Our rock is not like their rock. Satan's kingdoms have reality and form only on this earth. This earth is, this earth is passing away. The kingdom of God has a structure and a foundation that is spirit and truth. God is spirit and God is truth. And in the humanity of Jesus, mercy and justice were perfectly balanced and perfectly illustrated. According to Jesus, the kingdom of God is based on eternal spirit laws. All eternal laws are spiritual. God the Father and God the Son took on forms to meet us where we are and to give us the thrill and adventure of knowing, then growing and learning, experiencing God without end. God the Father and God the Son are king and co-king, and they have decided to share their throne by making human beings co-kings with them. Again, Revelation 3.21, To the one who overcomes, I grant that one to sit with me on my throne, even as I also overcame and sat with my Father on his throne. Even as Jesus sat on the Father throne, we get to sit on that same throne. That's amazing. Jesus overcame by faith in God's word, and we overcame, overcome by faith too. When I think about sitting on the throne of God, to me, by faith, I have a wonderful wow moment here. Have you seen that Pringles commercial with Bill Hader? When he bites into the Pringles? When I think about sitting on the throne of God, I'm like that. Wow. 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 Wow we. This is crazy. We're gonna be kings if we overcome this world. And if any person be in Christ, that one has overcome the world. That one is on the way with Jesus in heaven as your beacon. Even if you fall on the way, get up. See your high priest Jesus calling you forward. Feel the arms of Jesus in the form of the Holy Spirit who picks you up and gives you power over your enemies. Sometimes the Spirit points you forward in time to a place on your journey where your enemies will next attack you. And the Spirit says, wait until that intersection and I will bring a legion of angels to your aid. They will be your bodyguard. They will slay any enemy who gets near you, who gets too close to you. They will be your soldiers and they will fight for you until your enemies flee before you. The Holy Spirit is good And he has victories planned for you. Victories that sometimes look like defeat to the blind and faithless eyes of the world. But you keep on, soldier of Christ. You are a repentant sinner. And God treats sinners with grace. You are a repentant sinner saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone.